Welcome to Tale of Two Cities. The series has traversed a wide range of topics from culture, history, technology and urban vision of the future to unearth the similarities between the world cities. Deekshu Kukrecha, the acclaimed urban planner and master architect, received an education from the prestigious Harvard University and has established a global presence with his firm, CP Kukrecha Architects. He leads us on yet another exciting journey to eight international and eight Indian cities, talking to presidents, prime ministers and mayors to bring the world a little closer. Today, he pairs Hanover in Germany with Bhopal in India. Over to Deekshu as he unravels this tale of two cities. Tale of Two Cities has taken us on journeys far and wide. We saw some of the finest examples of innovation and efficient urban interventions that have helped enhance cities all over. We saw cities making strides towards a sustainable future and the ones where ink still has not faded from the pages of history. I would like to introduce you to yet another unique combination of cities, Hanover in Germany, and Bhopal in India's Madhya Pradesh. Hanover is the state capital of Lower Saxony and is considered one of the greenest in the country. Similarly, Bhopal, despite being one of the largest urban centers in India, is also one of the greenest. They were both once part of the British Empire. However, that was but a tiny blip in the otherwise epic trajectories of growth of both the cities. Established sometime in the 12th century by Emperor Raja Bhoj, Bhopal is a fantastic palimpsest of socio-cultural changes, architectural relics, mysterious maze of memory and history that have all contributed in determining the conceptual continuity of the city we see today. Bhopal, by many local accounts, is considered a city not too big or too small, and I believe that is the recipe for a highly livable city. Bhopal is the city of shairi or poetry. It museumizes life and history of the indigenous tribal people. It's merely 40 kilometers from one of the oldest Paleolithic rock caves in the world known as Bhimbetka and has a flourishing hard rock music scene. Hanover too has a music scene. In fact, it is a part of UNESCO's Creative Cities Network and is known as the City of Music. The vinyl record was invented, the first cassette produced, and the first CD was pressed here. It is also the City of Gardens, with 50% of its total land allotted to forests and gardens. Unlike many urban centers that have completely consumed the rich natural resources on which they were built, Hanover and Bhopal show us that cities can indeed be commercially and culturally important centers, yet have a synergistic relationship with nature. Hanoverians and Bhopalis both consider nature to be an integral part of their lives. 
that's not all. There are indeed many more similarities you shall discover between Hanover and Bhopal in terms of arts, culture, and even the future prospects of city planning. I'm excited to discuss our findings with the esteemed Mayor of Hanover, Lord Mayor Bellet One. So Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we look forward to getting your views on, uh, and through your eyes actually, getting to peep into what Hanover is all about. And of the many things that are said about Hanover, it's also that it is considered, you know, what to me appeals the most is that it is a city which is listed in UNESCO's list of most creative cities. And also, of course, it is known as the city of music. So tell us in terms of its city planning and other public policies, how do these aspects come together for Hanover? I think Hanover is a very um, special city due to the uh, topics you mentioned. We are a creative city, we are a cultural city, a city of music. And that makes us quite special when it comes to uh, planning and the transformation of the city. It's so important for us to create a new city, build a new city for the people. And when we to Hanover, you see that after the Second World War, after the, the huge destroying um, of the bombings um, uh, in our city, we built as a city for cars, a city for, uh, for this time in the 50s and the 60s with a completely different view on, on the world and on the economics. And now we see that these uh, constructions are facing, uh, are causing problems. So we are trying to use the different uh, creativity in our city with the cultural scene, the social um, uh, players and all the different players in the city, the communities, to bring them together, to create a new city, create a city which is facing all the challenges we are uh, fighting right now in Hanover. Bhopal, in fact, is unique in the sense that it has a harmonious balance of both the built and the green. Perhaps it is the proximity to the world's oldest Buddhist stupa, which has brought about a fundamental affinity with balance. Hanover too, and the way it sits beautifully amidst nature. So tell us a little bit more about how this approach of balancing the built environment, the pressures of a growing city, and yet maintaining the balance with nature is something which uh, Hanover has successfully been able to manage. In Germany and in, in Europe at all, it's very important to keep this balance between the green the, the environment and the, the urban infrastructure in our city. So we see that we have the, one of the biggest uh, forests in, within a city in Europe. We see a lot of green parks in the districts, uh, bigger ones in the, the historical gardens of Perenhausen. So this is a, a very, very important value. We see that these uh, green areas are so important for the city. And, and we plan the, especially the, the urban areas like the city center or the districts where the people live, more digitalization, more smart concepts so we can use for example uh yeah some kind of in the different streets we can use some systems to uh, with digital solutions to uh to find a, a better managing of, uh, of resources especially water in the city so we are going the way to bring more green in the urban area of our city and this is something where i think the people supports us because they see how important green area a green city can be especially in times of climate change.
You mentioned that after the war, World War II, it was all about a city made for the cars, and it was a modern city which was once again developed. And today, it's a city which has completely moved in the other direction, where you're trying to make it a zero-car city or really keep the cars out away from the city. This balance and this movement from a full car to a no-car zone, how is uh, Hanover going about that? Actually, it causes a lot of discussions when it comes to cars. It's not only a thing of mobility in Germany. I mean, we have Volkswagen, which is a huge company here, also in Hanover and in this area in, in, in our state of Lower Saxony. Um, I think cars are also somehow a, a part of German culture, maybe. But when it comes to the city plannings, when it comes to traffic, everyone sees in our city that this is a problem. So um, we try to create a car-free city center as a good example. What chances we have when we get out the cars and open the streets, the, the areas for different, the parking areas, for example, for different usage, like uh, sports, like social activities or cultural activities, for example. Then we uh, come back to the um, to UNESCO City of Music. I think we can use this uh, high potential we have in our city for these areas to create new uh, atmosphere in a very urban, urban area. We try to strengthen the public transport. We, right now we have a quite intense discussion about the pricing for public transport, for example. On the other hand, we try to focus on bike lanes. Hanover is a very flat city. It's actually ideal for bike lanes. This is something we are focusing on. We need to move away from private vehicles and traditional means of energy for running our cars and buses and looking at and uh, investing into research for creating something better on in how we commute in our cities. So that aspect is something we'd like to hear from you. Due to the, the war in, in Ukraine, in the, Ukraine the, the energy prices, the gas prices, the electricity prices are just going up. We start. We have still have a coal plant here in, in Hanover, one, one coal plant is left. And now we have a plan to phase out of coal uh, in 2026 for Hanover, just to get forward to renewable energy. And uh, this is one like a very financial project. And on the other hand, heating, for example, it's going more and more to, to tailor heating, to far distance heating with renewable energies. The, the energy systems here in, in Germany, we're focused on gas, on coal, and uh, on nuclear plants. Mr. Mayor, you have handled very interesting portfolios, be it your involvement in shaping social policies or your role in electing the president of Germany in 2022. I noticed that you spent a considerable time doing community service in a hospital right after high school. You have also been an advocate for diversity in cities. What can you say about diversity as a strength of a city and not a peril? Hanover is a very, very diverse city. We have a, a lot of people coming from different countries. Their parents came here in the 60s and the 70s. Like my family, for example, came in the 60s from Turkey. We have a lot of families from Spain, Greece, India, from different other parts of the world. And we see that this is a very, very enormous value for our city, for our society. And what we are trying to do is to bring them all together, try to find a structure. We call it the, the, the participation plan in the political system of our city, bring more and more people in our city parliament with different routes. And this is something where we see that this is a very high value actually for um, for the city parliament. And also, this is something where we see that the acceptance for in the, in the, in the community for the things we do, for the decisions we take, are much, much higher. And I think this is a, something which strengthens our city community and the city policy 
on, on both sides, actually. Uh, when we talk about architecture, I was just very interested in that state parliament project you realized in, in the city of Bhopal. What was your challenge in a city like Bhopal with such a cultural heritage? So when we got this opportunity and were invited to design the uh, par state parliament for the state of Madhya Pradesh, where Bhopal is the capital city, it's a very natural uh, outcome of our design process, which is about contextual design. So you take these layers of history, of culture, of society, of, of the climate around there, and you overlay these layers. And from there, I think the design has emerged, demonstrating India's vibrant democracy and how it stands, the parliament building which we have designed, perched on the hilltop, is sort of, uh, you know, it beckons the city and the citizens uh, who can celebrate the idea of democracy. So that stands out there. And in terms of selection of material and uh, sustainable design, which was very important for us, it was about bringing in as much natural light, reducing the energy loads into the building. They should be buildings which actually embrace the nature and the landscape around them. So that's what our approach to the design of what is known as popularly in India, the Vallabh Bhavan or the state parliament of uh, Madhya Pradesh. Bhopal also a very culturally vibrant city. It's, it has a fantastic event which is called the Literature and Film Festival. It has many iconic institutions built in the city which celebrate culture, whether it is arts, whether it is performances. You have that kind of infrastructure in this city. Now, in that sense, Hanover also is very similar. And that's why Hanover and Bhopal are being discussed together today. What is the approach of the citizens of Hanover towards um, arts and culture? I think the, the people see their city and their, themselves as, as a cultural capital in the middle of Europe. We have a very high um, uh, culture situation when it comes to the opera. We have a very nice theater, uh, the, the museums. But on the other hand, we see that there is a very civil and very self-organized uh, community of cultural um, uh, players in our city, which are yeah, very creative, which are uh, creating impact on the different issues we are discussing in our city. And this is very important, actually, when I got elected in 2019, we just had the, um, um, the, the challenge to, to uh, we applied for the, the being a city, capital, uh, European capital of culture um, in 2025. So this was a huge challenge. And uh, we see how the backing was in the city, actually. The people have a very, very uh, positive approach to that. They supported the different initiatives who were uh, within this uh, race and uh, challenge. And uh, I think this is something where we can, we will focus on also when we come, when we talk about this transformation of our city. Like I mentioned, the, the car-free city center means not only bringing cars out, it means more bringing people in and bringing culture and social issues in the city, in the different areas. And we see that the people want this. They want more cultural activities in the, in the, in the, in the city in the city center, especially we have a lot of different musical um, festivals in our city, in the middle of our city, not only in some different areas, and very, very international acts. And we see how the people supports that, and they, they want these kind of uh, activities. So in Bhopal, Begums, or in a sense, women from the royalty, ruled it for 107 years from between 1819 to 1926. The Begums, uh, the women royalty, ushered in modern transformations in the city and built several schools, hospitals, railway lines, and many monumental wonders of architecture that still embellish the skyline of the city. 
the courageous stance that the Begums took in administering Bhopal, despite oppositional male claimants, is a source of great inspiration. Even the current mayor of Bhopal is a woman. I read that you have been an avid spokesperson for gender equality. What are your thoughts on women representation, not only in politics, but I would say even in other spheres of life? I mean, when it comes to culture, for example, we see that especially women are very, very important players in the cultural scene here in Hanover, for example. The, the uh, cultural European capital um, uh, issue was made by, created by, by women here in our city. And also in the city politics, women take a big role here in, in, in Hanover. And also the international connections when it comes to the universities, when it comes to social activities, when it comes to economics, we see that women are a very, very important part of our city. And so um, I think this is not only a, a thing of equality, it's also for us, it's a chance and a diversity issue to bring more people together. And women are also very, very important. I mean, the, the, the history of the, the, the Begums in, in Bhopal shows how important it is to bring the society together, not to create barriers, to, to bring people in different um, uh, in power, especially women. And this is something we are just supporting with also with our participation plan here in Hanover. When we talk about the cultural heritage of Bhopal, can you tell me some more about the, the facts and the, the, the historical facts of the city? Culturally, it's been a very vibrant city, not just in the 20th century, but even historically, the way it has this confluence of different religions. People from different religions have lived here harmoniously, and that translates into some beautiful, iconic architectural embellishments in this city. So whether you see some of the uh, masjids which are here, the palaces which are here, and um, other public architecture is, is really shines through in, in the city. There's a lot of interest people have in going towards performing arts and other visual arts and music, or poetry, in fact, is something which is very, very popular in Bhopal, as well as the very special food delicacies that have been created there. So whether it is, you know, the ban kebab or the poha jalebi, which is a mix of uh, something which is salty and then the sweet dessert, they come together and form a mixed uh, uh, delicacy. So there are many special features to Bhopal. And, and also, I think, historically, a few kilometers from Bhopal called Bhim Betka, where you have uh, Paleolithic finds that have been uh, there on that side, going back to as far back as 100,000 years. And one of the special things I find about Bhopal is its scale. It's a city which is not too large, not too small, and in that sense is able to be just the right balance, I feel, between uh, economic and social progress for its citizens, and yet not going ahead and destroying nature. Yeah, sounds interesting. Looking forward to see the city. Then I'll accompany you to Bhopal. Yes, totally. I mean, Bhopal is actually very similar to also to our city when it comes to the parks, the, the rivers, the lakes. We need to shed our differences and really need to celebrate the common aspects that we have and also learn from each other. For example, first building a city around cars to now moving away from cars. So for us to go about cutting trees, destroying our environment to create more roads is perhaps not the solution because a few decades ahead, we'll be looking at the same things which you are now looking back at. So there's a lot to learn between these cities and that's what Tale of Two Cities is all about. And I'm looking forward now to our next meeting, which I hope uh, 
and wish should be a physical meeting. Hopefully, yeah. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that was the tale of two cities, Hanover and Bhopal. We discovered that music and arts are a major part of the intangible cultural heritage of both these cities. Despite being commercial and creative hubs of their respective countries, the architecture and scale of both Hanover and Bhopal are appropriately balanced. They are neither too big to dwarf the spirit of a man, nor too small to make them seem insignificant. Not only are they both considered amongst the greenest urban areas of their respective countries, there are similarities even in their topographies. Lake Maschi in Hanover and Bhojtal in Bhopal are artificial lakes which form an integral part of recreational activities in both the places. Hanoverians and Bhopalis love the great outdoors. Hanover has the Bergarten, the Hanover Zoo, just as Bhopal is surrounded by meadows and forests. A drive to the outskirts lands you at the mystical and ancient Sanchi Stupa, or the serene sanctuary of the Bhimbetka Caves. Hindustan Ka Dil, or Heart of India as it's known, might very well be the cradle of civilization, some scientists believe, with hominid archaeological finds going back as far as 100,000 years. Hanover in the past was developed as a city for cars with broad avenues. However, it is setting yet another example by taking cars off the street. Instead, public transport and biking is being promoted. Well, that's all from me in this tale of two cities, Hanover and Bhopal. I'll see you next week with yet another interesting story to tell. We're a city that uh, our buildings are capped in height. Uh, so if you were able to be anywhere in Washington, D.C., uh, and you'd be at sort of the highest level uh, of a building, you'd be able to see the Washington Monument, which is uh, uh, 555 feet.